0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Ellen Gregory and welcome to the Head in the Clouds podcast. Hi there, it's Ellen Gregory here. Welcome to the Head in the Clouds podcast. What a lovely day it's been. It's Friday, it's VEU Day today, which actually stands for Victory Europe. I thought it meant victory in England, so I was wrong and my mum has beaten me at history once again. But I'm a geography kind of girl. So it doesn't bother me too much but I'm so like happy to see so many people coming together even though you can't be together. Just people coming together on the street having like a little tea party but without being with others is so nice and it just shows that there is still some good community spirit about. I've had a lovely week. Not that I've done loads. I've been working. I'm a key worker this week. So I have been in quite a bit but I'm also really enjoying my day off today. I am working Saturday and Sunday but That doesn't matter too much and I need the money really bad for all the random stuff that I seem to buy and fit in my house. Now, on today's podcast, I wanted to discuss conforming to the norm. Now, this is kind of a weird topic to kind of like bring up and like talk about. I feel like it's hard to describe conforming to the norms and how different people conform to different norms and i think that it's kind of like in the sense that i see it is like i conform to a norm of like vanity and how i want to be perceived by certain people and by other people so for example i have an iphone and i had a macbook pro and with my iphone ever since i got my first iphone once i upgraded from like a uh, blackberry or something i've never not had an iphone and I think the main reason for that is is because owning an iPhone has made me feel like I fit in, like I'm cooler, and like I'm just better because I have an iPhone. And when I look at people with other phones, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want that phone. And it's such a vanity thing, and it's so awful that we see things like having not not having an iPhone as not being like cool or like not having a good enough phone. And I think that is crazy. But now I've like kind of grown up from that sort of opinion. But it's the same with my MacBook. I recently got a HP laptop and it is amazing. It is a great laptop and I absolutely, absolutely love it. Like it is my favourite thing in the whole wide world. I use it every day and it's amazing. And when I had my MacBook and I first got it, I got a MacBook Pro in 2017, the year I was about to go into A-levels. It just wasn't great. I couldn't do what I wanted to do on it because I didn't really understand how to use it to begin with. So I already regretted buying it and spending so much. I didn't have the money to pay it off at once. So I was paying £50 a month kind of for the next like year or so. Well, no, a few years just to get it paid off. And the reason why I went for a MacBook Pro was because, in my opinion, that was the coolest laptop to have. That's edgy. That's what everyone has. And it's true. When I went to uni, everyone had a MacBook Pro. And um, I started uni last September I deferred my place and I'm meant to be going back this September to do geography and international relations. And everyone had a MacBook Pro, well, not a MacBook Pro, but everyone had a MacBook, you know, and that was the band. And I know that this September when I go back, I was nervous to think that I'll be taking a HP because will I not be seen as as cool or as rich or, you know, and not that I want to be seen as rich because I'm not rich. It's more just the fact that I don't want people to think that I'm not good enough because I don't have a certain laptop. And recently, I've really been looking into getting a Huawei or a different phone than an iPhone because all my iPhones seem to really break or lose charge. And my sister has just finished with her iPhone 7. It's about two years old, maybe two and a half. And the charge on it was awful. So it would die in about an hour if she was on it constantly. She always had to bring a portable charger, always charging it. It was awful. And I think it's because... um they're meant to be releasing software that has slowed down stuff on other phones and I just think that's terrible I couldn't imagine like paying so much money for a phone that you think you're going to have for however many years and it just literally run out of charge in a few hours it's terrible When, like, I think about conforming to the norm, there's a lot of things that, like, I wouldn't do because I don't feel like that's normal or something that will be perceived as good by other people. Like, the fact that I am a member of Slimming World, I hide and I kind of keep it to myself. Very few friends know that I do it. Um, My boyfriend knows he supports me. My family know they support me and, like, a close few because... I'm so embarrassed that I have to do Slimming World to lose weight and I think when you think about like doing Slimming World, I mean I'm 19, you don't really imagine 19 year olds going to Slimming World, when you think of Slimming World I always think of like older women in a group you know just sat around eating and that's what I thought and I mean going to Slimming World has changed my life, I mean in a month I've lost a stone and I'm feeling so much better about myself. And I know that if we weren't in lockdown right now, I'd be doing so much better at it because I'd be really on track. But I'm doing my best and I am still losing weight and I'm so much happier and healthier. And making the and World lifestyle change has been great. And I am starting to do an Instagram page for Slim and World, like for my and World food that no one knows about apart from my boyfriend because I am embarrassed that I have to do that. And I don't want any of like people... That I'm friends with or know of finding it yet. Not till I've like lost a good amount of weight. And I can post really good before and after photos on. But like I feel like with Slimming World. I was so scared to do it. And for people to find out. Because it's just not a norm for a 19 year old girl. And I think that it just really really worried me. About people actually finding out and what they think. Because to me it just shows that I'm just... I don't know. I'm just not like. I'm not normal, but I don't. It's just silly because it shouldn't ever be like that, and I hate that that's how I feel about it because it's something that I've really enjoyed doing, and I mean I've been going to the gym. I went started going to the gym in January, and I didn't see any results because when I was just going to the gym I was still eating crap I mean me and my boyfriend we'd go out for Nando's we'd go out for so much food we'd have takeaway all the time and yeah we'd just be to the gym been to the gym we would have just been to the gym and then we would go get a Chinese and it's like why are we doing this like it's pointless but when you combine the diet and the gym or Slimming world and walking or um swimming world and couch to 5k another thing I've been doing It is great and it works so, so, so well because you are just doing so much and so much better than you think and after a while you realise, actually, the weight is falling off and I'm doing great. I've been conforming to the norm for a very long time now, since I was really young and I think it all started kind of in college when I started to take more notice on appearance and what other people did. And I started to follow other people's attitudes and behaviours and saw that as normal. So I remember when I first went to college, everyone had vans. And all I can remember doing is really, really, really wanting to own a pair of vans and begging my mum to get us a pair of our school shoes. And because everyone had them, it was like, if I didn't have vans, I wouldn't fit in. I wouldn't be cool enough. And it just was so, like like much of a pressure to get them and actually wear these vans to school so I felt cool enough and like I fitted in and it was just ridiculous and another trend that um I followed in college actually was bum bags now not the bum bags that boys wear across their chest um and I've started wearing to like festivals and that but um the bum bags where you have like it's like a rucksack but girls just made the straps on them ridiculously long and they'd like bounce against your bum as you walked. I don't know if anyone else remembers them. Maybe it was just my college, but everyone had them. And I remember getting this bag from New Look that I'd begged my mum to buy me and I felt a million dollars. I felt so good. I was ready to rock into school looking as cool as hell with my bum bag bouncing against my bum. I was so happy with it. I was chuffed. And I just remember like fitting in and trying to like fit in that way. And another way was when I had to do my hair ombre because my best friend got hers done um at the time. And then other girls started getting theirs ombre. And I remember using the model preference L'Oreal, I think it's L'Oreal model preference at home dip dye kit and my mum did it in the kitchen, and I remember it smelling like guinea pig wee. Like, we had guinea pigs before, and it just smelled like their cage, like, when you took out all the old, like, sawdust and cleaned it, and it stank like guinea pig wee. It was disgusting, and I remember um, putting it on my head, well, mum did it, and she did it, like, not, like, a good enough chunk. Like, it was, she just did it as, like, block, anyway, and she did it, like, kind of, like, Two inches, maybe three inches into my hair, and it just looked just so awful and out of place. And um, I mean, when it was done, she, she didn't do a bad job. But obviously, she didn't blend it. Like obviously, it's meant to look a bit more natural, like it blends in. Um, not like balayage because it's at the bottom of your hair, but it's meant to look nicer. And I remember having that for quite a while, and it started going very yellow. And then I went to the hairdressers, and I had it cut off, and I had no hair. Because we had to cut so much off because of this awful, awful, awful dip-dyed job. And I remember someone came in school with a bowl cut and they had half, like, dip-dyed blonde, other top half brown. And how, like, mad it looked because they had, like, a bowl cut and half of that bowl was bright blonde and the other half was, like, dark brown. It was like, oh my god, what have we all done? And... There have been some, like, good norms I've conformed to. Having bigger brows, definitely one. I love my brows. But in a way, I think it is bad that we feel the need to conform to these norms. And I think when you are conforming to norms, you're just giving in to, like, what you feel like society would want. And I don't think that's fair at all. Part of me does wish that I had, like, the willpower to resist. But I feel like we all get sucked in and we all, all, all end up conforming to norms in some way or another during our lives because we just want to fit in at the end of the day you don't want to not fit in and like it's very rarely that people don't and those people that don't I do really salute them I think they're doing great and I think that you know to be brave enough to not have to wear the vans or the bum bag and just to do your own thing in your own style is lovely and I wish I had that confidence but I think part of the reason we're being like insecure this is just me personally i don't think everyone who conforms to the norm is insecure at all in any way with me being insecure i feel like i kind of conform to these norms to kind of fit in so i don't stand out and so i'm not um, unnoticed as much and i think that that's always kind of how i do it because to try and like hide from it and hide myself from people like noticing me and stuff it's just easier obviously there is lots of norms that we do all conform to though and just, like, normal social, like, behaviour when we're out and about. So when you speak to someone, you would make eye contact with them to be polite. And you'd listen to them and you'd take in what they say. And you shake hands when you meet someone. And that's just things that we've always done and always been brought up to do. And the same with, like, if you're on public transport, you try and avoid touching anyone else. And you kind of try and keep to yourself and not get in their space, even if it's really, really, really cramped you wouldn't ever pick your nose or burp in public. You'd try and like <sighs> like not do that if you could help it. If someone was like to sneeze near you, you'd say, I'll bless you. I think some norms are great. I think it shows that in society you can behave nicely and you are a nice person. I think if you're telling someone bless you or you're saying thank you for someone for holding the door for you, it shows that you have manners and you've been brought up nicely. And I think that norms like that are great because if I hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you, I am fuming. Like, I'm like oh, no worries, I shout that sometimes, I get mad, and with if I'm driving, and someone's coming the other way, and there's not room for two cars, and I pull in, and I wait for them, I expect a thank you, if I don't get a thank you, I'm so, I like, have a little rage, I have a flare of anger, and I'm like, what the hell, and then I like, calm down again, but it annoys me, because it's just so easy, just to put your hand up, and say thank you, like, literally, one small motion, and it makes me happy, and it makes me feel so much better. And I think, like, there are lots of, like, norms when it comes to, like, genders as well. Like, girls wear should wear pink, boys should wear blue. And I actually think boys look really good in pink. And I wish Jake would wear some pink, but he won't. But I love it. And I love Max, who is the editor and the producer of the podcast. He has a pink and white striped shirt. He looks like a... um uh candy shop man that's what i think anyway like someone selling candy it's such a nice shirt and it's pink and i love it i think it's so nice on oh, his pink jumper is really lovely and like i don't like some like norms are like how um women should be like the homemaker and men should be the breadwinner i don't like those sorts of norms i think that that's not right i think that men can stay at home and do all the cooking and the cleaning if they wanted to while women went out and worked or both could work and they could share roles and I think in the future whoever I settle down with especially if it was Jake he'd have his butt kicked in gear he'd be doing like the dishes and looking after the house and I'd be earning money and looking after the house as well like we'd share those roles we'd both look after the kids we'd both like do our own bits we'd both help each other because that's what it should be like and I do think that like the way society is it's bad that we're still conforming to the norms of like 50 odd years ago in some ways like I'm glad some norms have been like abolished homosexual relationships weren't allowed back in the day like 50 years ago they would have been really really frowned upon and now they're not and I'm glad that the horrible stigma of it is going you know and it's crazy to think that when I was a kid well, when I about 10 years ago even, to me, being gay and lesbian was wrong, you know, and I didn't see it as right. And as I've grown up and it's been more and more kind of noticed and more and more normalised, you know, now if someone's transgender, if someone's gay, if someone's bisexual, if someone's a lesbian, if someone's anything, I don't care. As long as they're lovely to me and they're a nice person, I don't care because you can be whatever you want to be. As long as you're a nice person, that's all I care about. And I just want people to be nice to me. And so I don't mind how these people are. And I do love seeing how included they are in society. Because it's not right. It's not right to, have, to feel like you're an outsider or you don't belong just because of who you fancy. Because of how you feel about yourself. And it does make me so, so sad seeing when people who... Are LGBTQ, how they are treated sometimes. And they're still treated shitly. And it's the same with like racism. Like, I bloody hate it. It's awful. It's one of the worst things in the whole wide world. And it still hasn't gone. And it's like, what is the need? What is the actual need for this to happen? It makes my blood boil so much because it's just so awful how these people are treated. And it's like, why try. And put someone down for who they are because it's not going to change who they are, you know. And being racist to someone isn't going to suddenly change anything, is it? You're just being an absolute asshole for no reason possibly ruining someone's life you know you don't know what you're doing when you do that that person could be really really down that day and then you go and be homophobic or racist and you could push them over the edge you don't know what you're doing by people still being homophobic and racist in society it just carries on allowing these events to happen these episodes of racism and homophobia to carry on and for people to still think yeah that's okay like it's not that big of a deal when you do it and i hate it oh it makes me so angry because i just love all people as long as people are nice to me that's all i care about like and if you're not nice to me i'm not gonna call you something homophobic or call you something racist i'm just gonna say what an asshole I'm i'm never gonna um turn around and use your you against you i just think that's so wrong Obviously, I'm doing my podcast during week seven of lockdown and I think that it's so important to find something to do to keep yourself entertained and even though I've been working so it's not as bad for me because I do have an escape, I have somewhere to go to fill my day and then I can come home and I enjoy my days off. I know a lot of people are out there struggling and one of the reasons why I wanted to do a podcast was because all my life I have been I'm a daydreamer, hence the head in the clouds name. I am a pure, like, worst person for daydreaming. I do it all the time. I literally will sit down somewhere and I'll just be imagining life. I know when I fancied Jake and was first getting with him, I'd be daydreaming about us being a couple all the time and I'm really bad for it. And I know as a kid, I used to be in the lounge at my nana and granddad's and I'd be on my own because my sister would be at home and I'd just be, like, talking to myself i'd be on my own little like tv show whether i'd be on cooking whether i'd be on like art attack i'd just be talking to myself and talking away and i do it all the time with snapchat and that i vlog and i vlog on my snapchat to all my friends i take videos of myself i chat away i tell them about any like minor event even though it's like a major event to me because i make it a big deal i'm like talking to them about any minuscule thing that's annoyed me yesterday I was with my sister in Tesco's and I picked up a raspberry vodka and we went to self-service. The guy at self-service took the vodka off me because even though I had ID and I was paying, I was also with my sister and I was pretty annoyed about that because I was like, come on, I work here, I've got my ID, you know I'm old enough to have this and I'm not going to share it with her anyway because I'm just stingy. So uh, that was a bit annoying, I was like, for God's sake. And then it was like really like busy and they forgot to take one of the security tags off my clothes and it was really annoying because loads of people were staring at me. When I got the vodka taken off of me, I was I was literally like bright red. Like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, I was really hoping to have that that night. I really wanted to try it. Um, The JJ... Is it JJ Whitley or JJ Whiteley? Raspberry vodka. And people keep saying it's really, really good. So I really wanted to try it, but... I'm just going to have to get it another time and see what it's like. I um was just thinking like what can I do to keep busy during lockdown and I thought I'd try recording a podcast because I have always been into that sort of thing and I remember I first discovered YouTube and I was thinking, oh my god, vlogging is me. I vlogged without a camera my whole life. I've talked to an invisible camera my whole life and it's so weird and I don't know if anyone else has ever done this or if that's what they're like, you'll have to let me know but like i've always imagined like a camera there recording me and i'm speaking to my audience or i'm speaking to whatever and i've done it i've done it since i was so young and i remember seeing vlogging for the first time and if i was older i 100% would have joined youtube and i 100% would have um become like a vlogger and a youtuber but sadly i was far too young at the time and now i don't know if it's something i do want to do even though i'd love it i just feel like I'm just a bit scared to do it and same with a podcast like in my opinion this isn't conforming to the norm doing a podcast and I'd be worried about how I'd be perceived and like people judging me and I you know I'm very conscious of people's opinion and so like doing this podcast does worry me it makes me feel a bit like am I doing something weird am I doing something that's not gonna be seen as like good but I, it's a hobby that i really want to have i do enjoy just talking away and i think it will be great i do really enjoy doing it so i'm hoping it sticks and that i hope it's just not awful and that people enjoy listening to it but i know people during lockdown are really struggling and i do hope that they find something i've read a book i've done all sorts today i did painting for my mum in the lounge she was like oh yeah you can just paint this little bit here I ended up painting like nearly the whole bloody room I thought, like, well, this is a joke, and my arm now aches so bad from doing, like, using the long brush thing and going up and down, up and down, up and down, and I had Celebrity X on the beach on in the background, so that was quite good, that was a bit of entertainment for the day. Yeah, I've been keeping a bit busy, but I can see how people who have been off work and doing nothing for seven weeks are really struggling because there's only so much you can do in the house and there's only so much you can do in the garden before it kind of gets to the point where it's like right what next what do we do now and then you're just sat around doing nothing kind of hoping the day will go but I know with lockdown post lockdown is going to be crazy it's going to be so nice I'm excited I feel like it won't get back to normal for a little while and that we'll still be in kind of like this new normal for a little bit longer and I'm hoping that on Monday we get an announcement so by the time you listen to this it'll definitely have been done about certain like certain changes and in ways I think that's good I think relaxing the lockdown rules a little bit will be a good idea but at the same time I think relaxing them might actually make it a lot worse and might increase the um, amount of cases that we have if you think about it once people start being able to go out again and see their friends they're going to be breaking those rules a lot more people will just try and get loads and loads of mates together or they might say oh you can visit up to five friends at a time and people will end up ha- hanging out with 15 or something stupid like that i think it would be really nice if we got small businesses open we help them kind of put in measures and try and save their businesses before they go under because if only small businesses are around like cafes and little shops people will go there and they will shop there just for something to do and i think that would be amazing i also think places like hairdressers could stay open if They let people come in, sit them down, they're wearing like a mask and gloves and stuff and the people have to wash when they come in etc and wear a mask. I mean I wouldn't really want to wear a mask at the hairdressers because it does make you a bit sweaty but you know a lot of people would do it because a lot of people are so desperate to have their hair done, I know the feeling and I think it would be a good idea to get these small businesses open again so they can start thriving before places like Costa, McDonald's, Burger King, KFC big chain stores start opening because they aren't going to struggle after this but your local cafe and your local clothes shop will all struggle because they haven't had any support and they still have to pay their rent it is a shit time it's a shit time for them they'll end up laying off staff because they won't be able to afford to keep them and it's gonna be rough after this coronavirus is over but we have to just keep positive keep working hard and just try and see the positive in every situation. I think if you have more of a glass is half full than half empty outlook on life, you are going to cope with this a lot better. I mean, I'd be so grateful for the time I'm spending with my family. If you're on your own, it's a lot, lot worse. If I was on my own, I'd probably go around the community and ask people if they needed any shopping or... Just do something for your neighbours. Maybe you can do their like front garden as long as they don't come out of their house. See it as more of like an opportunity to kind of relax, recover, start a new hobby, read some books, do a puzzle. I mean, I've been trying to get active. I'm doing Couch to 5K, I'm doing three mile dog walks every day, and I am getting to where I want to be slowly but surely. I'm hoping that by the time I start uni again in September, if I do end up going, I am really hoping that I'll be a lot skinnier and a lot happier. I'd love to be able to wear whatever I wanted and that's one of the reasons why I've done this because I want to be able to go in to uni in September and look great and have photos taken of me and think actually I look fucking hot in that like that would be the best thing if I could say to myself you look bloody good like you've done work girl and I'd love that But at the moment, like, if someone takes a... I can take a selfie and not hate it. If someone takes a photo of me, full-body photo, it's the worst thing and it makes me feel so ill. I hate it. And there's so many that I have that are so embarrassing and that I cannot stand. That's something that I really, like, would love to change and would love to feel good about how I looked and how I look in photos. I think that would be a really, like, amazing feeling, for uni especially. But I am very excited to go if I do go. Obviously, I was meant to go this September, move into halls. It was all going to be great. And now it's kind of like it might be online classes, clubs might not be open. And it's just like really annoying because I've paid my deposit for halls now. I'll have to go, even if I can't really do anything. It'll be a bit of a pain in the ass. They're on about doing Freshers Week in January or something like that. And it's like January, that's so long away but hopefully we know more sense soon it would be great if we did but you can't fault the situation whatever is going on is crazy and we've just all got to learn to take on this new normal even if you don't want it to be yours you've just got to cope with it you've just got to continue going on how you're going and just yeah hope for the best really I definitely think people should start taking on new things to do though, even if it's just like five minutes of yoga a day or like mindfulness or I don't know, just try and do a handstand and you practice a little bit every day. I think that is a really positive thing to do, even if it's literally five minutes, just of being a little bit more active, it will make you feel better. I mean, I feel amazing after I've done anything physical because I'm like, oh, I actually did that. I'm feeling good now and it does change like how you feel about yourself and it makes you feel proud and i do feel proud of myself at the moment i'm proud of myself that i did my couch to 5k yesterday i'm proud of myself that today i've eaten healthily and i've stayed on slimming well plan because yesterday i didn't yeah you've just kind of got to take the half full approach because that's always the best way to look at it So now I want to know how do you conform to the norm and also what are your plans post-lockdown? I've seen a lot of people saying that they need to get to their hairdressers, they need to get their nails done, their lashes done. So many people are saying that they want to go and go out and have food. I mean I've been craving a Nando's for weeks I wasn't really a Nando's fan, I do get plain, please, please, please don't bully me, I get plain because my taste buds can't even handle chilly bloody heatwave Doritos, I mean, my tongue is tied, I've got a tied tongue, so it's about the size of, well, it barely leaves my mouth, it's so tiny and... I cannot handle spice. So there's two things wrong with my mouth. I've got a tiny tongue, can't handle spice. I do feel a bit of a loser in Nando's when I order my plane. I kind of do get looks. But at the same time, you know, sometimes that's just what I enjoy. And I'm sure they put chili in it anyway because sometimes it is spicy. Oh god, I'm so embarrassed. But um no, I am excited to go and get a Nando's. I haven't had any takeaway for quite a while because I am just trying to stay on the Slim and World diet i mean max was like do you want to go get a chinese yesterday because we both worked together and he was like oh you should go get a chinese after work you should go get a chinese after work and i was like i cannot i cannot i cannot and he was trying to make me get this bloody chinese i was like stop it because you're gonna make me go down there and bloody order one and that will not be good because that is all the sins and instead i had a barbecue which was quite a few sins but not as much as the chinese But it is strange. I do miss seeing my friends. Me and Max would hang out every Tuesday. Obviously, we haven't done that for so, so, so long now. My friend Grace is back from uni. She is, like, the best person in the whole wide world. And I can't see her because she's at home and obviously lockdown. down. But I just can't see her. And it's so weird to think she's actually home from uni and I actually cannot see her. Like, I hate that because... She goes to Sussex, so I never visit. I've not visited her while she's been there. I need to, but I never have time off work. And if I can get time off work, it's just the thought of driving that far, or even to Southampton, I just couldn't do it. I'd be far too scared. So I haven't done that just yet. But yeah, I just want to know. Let me know what you're doing during lockdown to keep entertained. After this podcast, which I'm going to end now, um, I'm going to trim and paint my toenails because they are looking awful i'm gonna shave my armpits because they are so hairy i haven't done it for like three weeks and it needs doing because mine grow back within a day and i'm just gonna kind of pamper i might do a face mask um just chill out for a bit really probably watch a bit of gossip girl i've re-watched gossip girl it's my favorite show ever i'm addicted and yeah i hope you all have a lovely rest of your day doing whatever you are doing and please email what you're going to get up to after lockdown and how you conform to the norm to podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye.